Welcome to Be the Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the phrase, it's okay to not be okay. I invite you to notice how those words land and notice if you have any reaction to those words. If you're anything like me, depending on the day that those words are presented to me, part of me just wants to roll my eyes and say, yeah, okay, and how do I get over how I'm feeling? How do I shift my mood? How do I get through this? I like the idea of it's okay to be okay, but I don't always give myself grace to actually embody the energy of these words. And I'm curious if you feel the same way. Hearing and wanting an invitation like that to be true is one thing, but when it comes to actually living it out and embodying the energy, that is a whole other thing entirely. Personally, I feel like the last few years have been a crash course into how do I actually embody this energy? Because quite frankly, I didn't have another choice because there has been so much going on collectively, as you know, within our world. And there has been so much going on for me individually, more than I've ever experienced before. So much emotional pain. So I haven't really had a choice, but to learn how do I meet myself in this space? And on some days, what I've really learned that I need to do is give myself a lot of grace and permission to not be okay. Because things haven't been okay. There has been so much emotional pain I've been moving through, trauma I've experienced, that I had to, at some point, meet myself where I was and acknowledge there is so much going on. Of course, you're having a hard time. And here's one of the first things that I learned in my training to be a psychotherapist years and years and years ago, is that we have to meet clients where they are. We cannot meet them or expect them to be ahead of where they are We need to slow down and really be present and give them permission to be exactly where they are in this moment. And although it's hard to apply to ourselves, of course, I can do that with other people quite easily. But the invitation here is how can you do that for yourself instead of berating yourself, shaming yourself for where you are or gaslighting yourself, saying things like this isn't a big deal. Don't worry about it. You should be over it by now. Come on, just push through. Instead of doing that, how can you pump the brakes and show yourself compassion and maybe validate where you are? Saying versions of, of course you feel this way. There is so much going on. There is a pandemic happening. The wild thing to me is we're all acting like business as usual and expected to show up as usual when there is a literal pandemic happening. We are living on high alert, yet none of us are really acknowledging that. People are making posts, sure, about take care of your mental health, do what you need to do, practice self-care. But no one's really going into, hey, you should actually be really tired right now. Your nervous system is working really hard. It would feel really normal right now to feel a spike in anxiety or a spike in depression, isolation, all of these things that no one is really naming and saying, hey, it would make sense that you're feeling this way. And when we're able to do that for ourselves, give ourselves permission to be where we are and meet ourselves there, be curious into what we need in this space then we can actually move forward one foot at a time. 
and move forward in a more healthy, expansive way, in a way that is actually conducive for our growth and health and deeper processing of our emotional pain that is really present and active for us right now. Because when we try to do those quick fixes, we try to move past our emotional pain quicker than our system is ready to, we're doing ourselves such a deep injustice because we're only providing a temporary solution that is only masking the actual issue. We need to learn, how do we be present in the emotional pain? How do I sit with where I am and give myself permission to be here? And I'm not saying don't learn coping skills to regulate and process your emotions. I have plenty of podcast episodes that are supportive in that. And of course, because I'm a psychotherapist, I want you to do that. I want you to widen your window of tolerance for emotional pain. And I also want you to give yourself permission to be in your shit sometimes. That is a hard lesson that I've had to learn is that, oh gosh, today it's a two out of 10 and I'm doing my regular coping skills. I'm adding extra nourishing things in and it looks like it's going to be a two out of 10 and I'm not going to hate on myself because it's a two. I'm going to actually use that as an invitation to love on myself deeper because I'm having a hard time. I want to share a quick story that I think really highlights this in a relational context. The past few weeks, I've been kind of having a hard time. Even as I say that now, I'm saying kind of. No, I have been having a hard time. I moved. I'm getting ready to go across the country with my partner. I'm creating something new and exciting in my business. And I'm processing a lot of grief amongst it all. And it has been hard. The other day, I was meeting up with a friend and I had something physical going on that I just didn't feel good. So on top of all the emotional stuff that I just mentioned, I also had something physical happening that is chronic for me and just really irritates and frustrates me whenever it comes up. So I really didn't want to meet with my friend, to be honest. And I had this moment where I was like, oh, I want to cancel on her because, and this was my reason why I wanted to cancel because I'm not showing up in an energy that is very friendly. I'm having a hard time. I'm feeling blah emotionally. Physically, I feel like crap. And a part of me didn't want to show up to my interaction with my friend in that energy. And when I was curious into, okay, why can't I show up like that? Why can't I show up authentically and actually in the energy of what's going on? And when I played that tape through, a part of me was afraid that, oh, this person might not want to be my friend anymore because I'm not showing up in like this peppy, big energy. And because that was my response, that was my answer to that question when I got curious, I really challenged myself to actually go and show up in the interaction and be honest with where I was. Now, I'm not saying we always have to do that. Please trust your intuition on what you need in the moment. But for me, I really felt like what I needed was to rewrite this narrative that I need to show up and I need to be perfect. I need to be the most pleasing version of me, the greatest energy of a friend in order to maintain friendships. And I really wanted to challenge that because deep down, I knew that friend could meet me where I was. And to be quite honest, I had been holding so much that I hadn't told anybody. I hadn't actually been telling people how I was feeling because there's just been so much going on and I didn't want to share it. So by saying yes and meeting my friend in the park, what I was doing, like I said, was rewriting this narrative when it comes to friendships 
And I was also challenging myself to show up vulnerably and to show up as the authentic me. And you can probably assume where the story is going, that when I did that, my friend just met me in that energy. And what she did was, was she was validating what was going on for me and was saying versions of things I've already offered you. Like, well, of course you're feeling like that. There's so much going on for you. And so she was meeting me in that validating space and giving me permission to be exactly where I was and was loving me unconditionally. She was saying, let me know what you need from me. How can I support you? I'm here if you need me and you want to talk. You can talk more about it right now. She was really offering me the energy of being witnessed and held in what was going on. And this was deeply healing and relieving for me. And as I share this story, I want you to just check in and just ask yourself, do you have those kinds of people in your life? If your answer is yes, but you haven't dropped into that emotional vulnerability, just use it as an invitation to get curious even deeper with yourself, asking yourself curious questions into why are you guarding your heart so heavily? What would happen if you were vulnerable? What would that mean? What would that say about you? What would that mean for your friendship? And see if there's any old narratives that are running in the background that are influencing you into not meeting yourself where you are and inviting those people that love you into the space too. Or maybe your answer is, gosh, no, I don't actually have anyone in my life that I feel like could meet me unconditionally or that feels safe in holding and witnessing me in that emotional energy. And if that's the case, The invitation here would be to get curious into how can we call in more people like that? How can we put ourselves in spaces that are bringing in those people that are probably doing their own work and can recognize you doing your own work and can meet you in that space of unfolding? Because these people do exist. And for me, when it comes to friendships, it's definitely quality over quantity. I've really scaled down my friendships and deepened the intimacy with my female friends in particular and dropped into a deeper level of connection because I've learned how do I connect with myself on this deeper level and then how do I feel safe doing so relationally. And I want to share this too because this was part of our conversation. What I did at the very beginning of my conversation with my friend when I saw her was apologize for being flaky. But then I said a version of right now, when I really connect with myself, some days I wake up and I'm feeling really motivated. There's not a lot of grief. There's a lot of energy into getting things done. Those are the days that I want to meet up. Those are the days that I feel like I can call back. I can text back. I'm really on my game. And then other days I'm having a lot of emotional stuff coming up coupled with grief. And it feels really hard. It feels hard for me to even just show up for myself. And those are the days I'm going to be more flaky. And I said a version of right now, I feel like I need to be honest with you and say, I might be a little bit flaky. Please know that I love you and I'm trying to show up differently. But right now, this is the energy that I'm in. And I just shared that this is what I can offer. This is my boundary right now. And this isn't to say that we are giving ourselves a free pass to not be a good friend, but this was more in the energy of, hey, this is me being a good friend to myself by naming this for myself and being a good friend to you by naming it to you and seeing how that lands 
And what does that mean for our friendship? And when we learn how to have conversations like that within ourselves and within our friendships, those people we're in relationship with, I feel like it deepens our connection and enhances the trust and honesty within the relationship because we're being honest with ourselves and honest with those people that we're in relationship with. They know when we're communicating something, it's the truth because sometimes the truth sucks. Sometimes the truth hurts. We know this. I've had podcast episodes of the truth of the moment. Sometimes it's really hard to be present in the energy of I'm not okay right now. I'm not okay. And when we're able to meet ourselves in that space, we can then support ourselves and what do we need while we're not okay. And coming back around to what I said earlier, sometimes what we need is not to get rid of the emotional pain as quickly as possible. Sometimes we really have to sit in it. We have to be present in it. We have to spend enough time in the emotional pain to be able to gain the wisdom extract what we need to know and what we need to learn from the emotional pain. And when we're in it, that energy sucks. So let me just name that. But something that I love to do whenever it feels really hard and really big, I love to ask myself, what am I learning about myself or for myself from this process right now? And when I can offer a reframe like that, it's able to shift my perspective And honestly, for me, it helps me feel like, okay, I can handle this. I can carry this. I can sit with this a little bit longer because there is wisdom here for me. There is wisdom in this energy of the ripening as I process and sit with these emotions. And there's an invitation here to deepen your self-love. Like I mentioned, being able to meet yourself where you are with unconditional acceptance and say, okay, it would make sense that I'm here right now. This makes sense. That is showing yourself love. We're not saying we're going to sit and wallow, but we are going to move through this emotional pain intentionally and with purpose. And we're going to nourish and support ourselves as we process through this moment in time. So I invite you to think about everything that's going on in your life. If you're having a hard time, And we're not comparing traumas. We're not comparing life experiences. We're really looking at it on an individual level. And yes, you might know people that are going through more things than you. And if you're using that comparison as a way to bypass your emotional pain, I'm going to invite you to pump the brakes and say, yes, that is their experience. And mine is true to me. This is a lot for me to hold right now. It is okay that I'm having a hard time because X, Y, and Z is happening. And I really want you to get clear and be honest with yourself about what is happening in your life. And something I say to clients a lot, especially when there's multiple things going on, is gosh, even one of those things would be a lot to process for our system. But you have multiple things, or you have that one thing plus a global pandemic in the climate of our world right now. That is a lot to process for your system. So I invite you to give yourself permission, validate where you are. I've said this multiple times, but I just really love that language of, of course you feel like this. I offer that to myself. I offer that to clients. And when I hear it, it almost lets my shoulders drop a little bit. And I feel like, oh, okay. Yeah, it does make sense that I would be having this experience. And sometimes I even put myself in a butterfly hug, which just is crisscrossing your arms over your chest and just holding myself and just saying, of course, of course you feel this way. Of course you're having a hard time. There's so much going on right now. Can you offer yourself that energy? 
And then take the self-love further and say, how can I nourish and support myself in this? So this can look two different ways. I want it to look two different ways. The first is, what are you doing on a daily basis to lay the foundation to widen your window of tolerance, aka to widen what you're able to be present in? I like to think of it like this. Think of those days where you don't get enough sleep and maybe you're running late to work so you don't eat breakfast, you don't do that normal routine that is helpful for you in the morning, and then you hit a lot of traffic going to work. Ooh, it might be a really quick trigger for you to get frustrated or really angry. And then think of the days where you get enough sleep and you wake up, you drink a lot of water, you get hydrated, you have time for that morning routine, maybe a meditation, maybe some yoga, exercise, journaling, whatever your routine might be. You eat a nourishing breakfast, you get in the car and you hit the same amount of traffic. Because you nourished yourself and you did things that widened your window of tolerance and helped you start your day in a more grounded energy, in theory, you're less likely to fly off the handle quicker. You're able to handle more in the moment without losing your shit. So we want to remember that. What are you doing on a daily basis to help widen your window of tolerance or to help nourish yourself? And then this is something that I offer to my clients all of the time. When you think of everything that's going on in your life, if there's a lot going on, a lot more than quote normal, and because you're living in a global pandemic and there's a lot going on in the world right now, life is not normal. So this literally applies to everybody. But I want you to up that self-care, up those nourishing activities because you're not living normal life. So those things that you normally do to take care of yourself you might need to up the intensity or up the frequency or add other things in in order to cope with life right now. So let's be honest with ourselves. Are you actually doing nourishing things for yourself? And if you're not, we need to start doing those things on a daily basis to widen your window. And then in those seasons or days when it feels really hard, we want to up it. Some things that I do when it's like, okay, this is a really hard day, I might get a really nourishing juice or I might do meditations all throughout the day. There are some days where I've had to do four or five short meditations in order to just ground my energy or there might be days whenever I'm crying a lot and so I'm drinking extra water or I'm eating more nourishing foods or I'm doing a more intense exercise or multiple exercises that are helpful for me in releasing some energy. I've learned that I just have to meet myself where I am, acknowledge where I am, and then take that acknowledgement a step further by saying, okay, I see myself. It's okay that I'm here. And because I'm here, I'm going to nourish myself and take care of myself in whatever way I need. And sometimes it literally is giving myself permission to lay in my bed. It's giving myself permission to reschedule clients because my grief feels that intense. This is kind of a hard line to walk. So I just want to name this, that we're not inviting you to drop into a depression or do those more depressive behaviors. But I want you to offer yourself rest and the invitation to slow down when that is what you need. Because if you tend to drop into an energy of go, go, go and push through in moments when life feels hard, your system will need to recalibrate and slow down and regenerate because we can't sustain that go, go, go energy 
forever. We have to be able to replenish ourselves and nourish ourselves with rest. So acknowledging those moments when it actually be more harmful to just push through and ignore your body's cues and give yourself exactly what you need that could be most nourishing. I'll even speak to today, I've been really tired. This week I've been really tired and I've been sleeping in longer than usual. And have I told you what time I slept in until a lot of you would be like, um, that's actually not sleeping in. But for me, it feels like I'm sleeping in and instead of shaming myself like I used to do, I've said a version of, man, my body is so tired. She must be working really hard, even if I don't exactly know why I'm so tired. Oh, I really need that rest. And I've been giving myself permission to sleep in maybe a half hour later or a little bit longer so I can still get my work day done, but I can rest when I need to rest. This is deep, radical self-care. And so when people are saying, I want to love myself more, this is where we start. We start with meeting ourselves with where we are. And sometimes that looks like giving ourselves permission to be in our shit and give ourselves permission to not be okay and learn how do we sit in this space, meet ourselves in this energy and nourish ourselves in this energy. And not even in the energy of, I need to get away from this. Because sometimes when we do that, it's those perfectionistic parts coming in or those parts that feel fearful of emotional pain and don't know how to cope with it. And we don't want those parts leading the way of our day and leading the way of our coping. We want our adult selves to lead the way of our coping. And if you were parenting a child that was having a hard time, we would want to be loving on them. We would want to be cuddling them, want to be nourishing them and supporting them and moving forward one step at a time, but not any faster than they're ready to go. That is love. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be The Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.